Hey everybody, this is Shanzi. Welcome to the Dad is Metal podcast episode one. In this episode, we're just going to kind of go over who I am, what the mission of the company is, uh, you know, things like that. First off, I want to talk about the company itself. So whenever my as-of-then girlfriend came to me saying that she was pregnant, uh, of course I had my freak out, as everybody does, uh, you know, yelling to the gods, why? Why would you do this to me? I did not want kids. Not at all. Um, but the more that I sat down with her and talked about it and talked to my family members about it, the more I kind of realized how excited I was for everything to happen. And after that, I think it was really just a process of figuring out how to embrace it and have it mesh with who I was as a person, or at least who I thought I was as a person. Um, and the only thing that's really been pertinent over the years is the fact that I've always been really big into music. Um, anytime that you see me, I probably have one headphone in and I'm listening to music. It just calms me. I don't drive without music. I hardly ever talk without music. So doing this podcast is a little bit weird because, you know, I've always got music going in my ear. Um, but right now it's just an empty room, nothing going on, surrounded by guitars that aren't being played. Uh, I'm actually in my son's nursery. Um, so anyway, whenever you find out that you're going to be a dad or whenever you are a dad and you kind of want to be representing something that you believe um, or you want to maybe go on Google or Amazon and find something that maybe represents you that you can wear or a bag or something cool like that that maybe represents you as a person and as a dad together. Well, with me being a metalhead, um, really just into music in general, but mainly a metalhead, I really couldn't find anything other than obviously band t-shirts and cargo shorts, which I already own all of that, obviously. So what else was there to do besides start something, right? So obviously we needed a statement, we needed a voice to all of these metalhead dads that really just don't have anything cool that represents them in a way that's not Walmart-esque, you know, like sun's out, guns out, and weird shit like that that everybody finds cheesy. I wanted to find a way to make metal clothing but for dads, and metal entertainment but for dads. So over the course of probably three or four weeks, I came up with this idea. Um, I'm actually a driver for a living, so... On my drives, my delivery runs, I would just kind of think, of course, while listening to music, I would just kind of think of what I wanted and wrote down all of the notes about everything, and then I decided that I just needed to go for it. So that's kind of where the idea came from. Um, I just, I felt like as an expecting father who is a big metalhead, I was not maybe, I guess, represented in some sort of um, physical way other than wearing a band t-shirt, which doesn't, you know, cultivate the fact that I'm a dad, it just cultivates the fact that I'm a metalhead. Now, that that brought me to the point where I needed to figure out what my mission statement was. What could I bring to the table 
that other people could resonate with other than being a metalhead. Um, I've kind of seen over the years that people with tattoos or people who wear their hats backwards or people who wear band t-shirts with skulls and dead bodies and satanic shit all over it, I kind of noticed that everybody got dirty looks from it. Like they couldn't be good parents for some reason. Or like they weren't moral people just because they had these grotesque things on their shirts and hats and stuff like that. Or that they listened to this loud blaring music with screams in it. You know, all that fucking awesome metal. And it was just like, alright Karen, even Dave, the guy in a souped up 80's Camaro, a cut off t-shirt, is covered in sweet fucking tattoos, a backwards hat, blaring Slayer South of Heaven in the school pickup line can be a great fucking dad. Am I right? I know I'm right, because I've seen it firsthand. Now, growing up, I think the first account of music that I can really remember is, and, and all the and all the metalheads might hate me for this, but I think the earliest influence that I had was probably Nirvana. My dad, um, also a guitar player, he was really big into grunge, really big into Nirvana and Soundgarden and a lot of punk rock and really anything loud and noisy and just fuck the system and anything like that, you know, just anything loud with a real statement to it that, you know, the middle class could really sympathize with. Um, just all the grunge music. So the I, I want to say the first song that I heard that I just fell in love with. I just, I loved the tone. I loved the sound. I loved the lyrics. I loved all of it. I mean, it just, it, it got me wound up. It made me feel good. But it also just made me feel rebellious in a way. And it had to be the song In Bloom off of Nevermind. And I know that that's probably not their biggest song, especially off of that album, uh, because Smells Like Teen Spirit was on that album as well. But, damn, that song just did something for me. And, like I said, growing up, it was a lot of Nirvana, Soundgarden, punk rock, uh, other grunge music, the Melvins, you know, stuff like that. That was the kind of stuff that my dad listened to um, as a guitarist, he was into a lot of Dave Navarro and Kurt Cobain and stuff that wasn't necessarily technical, but it was, it was rebellious, you know, Jimi Hendrix, you know, just a lot of the people that redefined how music was played. And for a long time, it was just, guitar seemed like it was very technical and everything had to be in tune and sound great. And the grunge era just came and swept it and was like, no, you can be tuned in E-flat and you can be out of tune and still make a good song. And you don't have to play all major or minor notes to sound good. And that really just struck a chord with me, I think. But I also have to throw in that he was also a fan of of rap, and you know a lot of um, 
like he introduced me to Tech Nine, and I, I'm I've always been a big Tech Nine fan. I, I admire the fact that he can blend metal, and his lyricism is so good. I, I I'm not just a heavy metal fan, but I I just I love music. You know, I listen to everything from jazz to rap to fucking ska music. I mean, dude, I'll listen to anything. The Mighty Mighty Boston's, you know, I'll listen to Clutch Slayer, the Misfits. Johnny Cash all in one day. Who knows? Who knows what it's going to be? My grandpa on my dad's side, he um, he's also a guitarist, uh, three generations of guitar. Um, he was also a singer. Um, he, he likes to do a lot of karaoke still. Um, we've been on a, a few cruises now together, me and my grandparents, and every single night you'll see him at the karaoke bar he just he loves singing to people. He loves music, and he just he's got a great voice. He loves Elvis. He loves anything with soul, anything with anything with real meaning to it. You know that was just kind of the thing that my grandparents were into, and that cultivated a lot of what I like now because I I like hearing things with good lyrical content. Um, and it, it doesn't have to necessarily be great or relatable, but it, it, I don't, I don't like listening to those metal bands that you listen to and it sounds like a elementary school teacher came up with the lyrics. Um, I don't, (laughs) I don't want to hate on any bands or anything like that. Uh, especially since some of you guys might listen to some of them. But I mean, I, I like lyrics that maybe you can relate to, or that make you feel a certain way. Um, you know, just the good stuff, and that's the kind of stuff that my grandpa was into. Uh, a lot of acoustic stuff. Like I said, when we go on cruises or something, he's usually singing Elvis because he's got a nice and deep voice. Uh, he also does a mean Frank Sinatra. Uh, a lot of Frank Sinatra. Definitely love that guy. My dad's mother, on my grandmother's side, like um, Jim Croce and anything that had to do with Motown. I mean, things with soul and things with a beat that you can dance to. And just, you know, the old school classics. You know, my grandma's 69 years old. (laughs) 69. And just anything that has a good beat to it. I used to listen to certain things. I I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but she would hear it and she would say, well, that doesn't have any beat to it. You can't dance to that music. You can't... How do you feel anything whenever you listen to that music? There's nothing... There's not a beat to it, you know? And that's not when I was listening to necessarily metal music. It could have been rap or something like that. And that kind of made me think a little bit more. So she brought appreciation to the the classics, you know, like the Eagles and Jim Croce and the Temptations, you know, things like that. Anything with, with heart and soul and a good beat. So that's the musical influences on my dad's side. Now, on my mom's side, they weren't very musical or music-oriented. I don't remember my grandmother listening to anything but church sermon music because that's what she sang and that's what she did. And I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of artists out there that maybe 
heard that music and they felt the soul and the rhythm and the beat of that music, but that just, it wasn't what I resonated with. Just on a personal level, I didn't feel the energy in it. I didn't feel the beat to it. I didn't feel the harmonies. That just wasn't what I liked. Um, Not to hate or bash anybody who does resonate with that. My mom, she, you know, I mean, she was into things like Nirvana, The Dead Milkman, um, The Misfits, The Ramones. She just wasn't a very big music person. I mean, maybe like George Strait and Garth Brooks, you know, some of the country stuff. But I mean, really and honestly, we didn't listen to a whole lot of music that I can remember. Uh, it was probably just whatever was on the radio. Uh, same with my grandfather. He didn't really listen to music other than maybe the radio, just for some background noise. So I didn't really have any big influence from music on my mother's side until until she was with my stepdad. And I mean, they, they were together since I was you know, like two or three or something like that. So I've known him almost my entire life. And I want to say that his musical influences definitely impacted me the most with him being so broad. And it was just, I mean, on any given day, you don't know what he'd be listening to. I mean, he could be listening to the Scorpions, Ozzy, uh, Nirvana. He could be listening to Johnny Cash or Merle Haggard or... Hell, he might be listening to Slayer or the Misfits or Viking Metal or Demu Borgir or you just you really didn't know what he was going to play that day. And I think that's what I liked about it a lot. I just I always heard new things whenever we were in the car together and he always took me to new concerts. I mean, he he took me to all of my first concerts. I mean, maybe not all of my first concerts, but a majority of all the concerts that I've been to were probably with him, even to this day. Um, I mean, like I said, I mean, he might be listening to like Tear, you know, Viking Metal, or The Misfits, and CKY, and No FX, and Screeching Weasels, you know, Dirty Rotten Imbeciles, things like that. And then he could be switching it up and listening to like, rockabilly like Hank 3 or Ass Jack and Reverend Horton Heat and stuff like that and then he would just flip it on you and then you would be hearing Slayer and Demi Borgir and you know just loud and heavy stuff or I mean it's just you never know he could be he could be listening to Henry Rollins talk you know I mean you just never know what you're going to hear when you're in the car with him and I think that's what cultivated a lot of my my musical influences a lot. Another place that I think a lot of people learn musical taste is also from their friends. Um, growing up, my oldest friend, uh, who I consider a brother, uh, his name is David. You'll probably hear him on an upcoming podcast. Uh, he's a rapper, but oddly enough, he got me into some of my uh, first hardcore bands. So this goes back to whenever I was in sixth grade. 
um, you know, like 11 years old or 12 years old, whatever, we met in science class. And he had this big fro. And I'd never seen a fro on a white guy. And it was awesome. I mean, he just had this big fro. He, he was headbanging. He wore metal t-shirts every day. And we just clicked, you know, because I would wear like Motley Crue t-shirts. And I was really big into 80s metal. I was just kind of getting into a little bit of Slayer and Black Label Society. And, you know, I'd already listened to Ozzy and stuff like that. But he came along and he was like, dude, have you heard Cannibal Corpse? And I was like, no. And so he kind of got me into the Cannibal Corpse stuff, uh, along with a little bit more Slayer. And then eventually got me into a little bit more rap metal, uh, like Tech 9 and Kid Crusher and stuff like that, which we'll talk about on an upcoming podcast probably. I've already reached out to him. And we actually started our first band. And I remember I was grounded all the time. And we would go home after school and we would call each other and he would play his drum set in the garage and I would play my guitar in the garage and we would jam out over the phone. I mean, whether or not we could hear each other, that was different, but we would just jam out while we were on the phone and then we would send each other music all the time. And that's just, that's just kind of how we met. And that was one of the first friends of mine that got me into different types of music. Now, another friend of mine, Todd, uh, he's probably my my second longest friend. We also met in sixth grade. Um, man, that guy. He got me into some pretty cool shit. Uh, he's always been very, very well-rounded. You know, he'll listen to Nirvana and Soundgarden and, you know, some punk rock and Ozzy and Slayer. But he started getting me into stuff like Tool first time I ever heard Tool, he was like, man, I've got a band now. And he showed me this recording and he was like, that's me on bass. Isn't it awesome? And he showed me um, Prison Sex by Tool. He was like, this song is called Prison Sex. And I was like, wow, this sounds great. You know, uh, show me more. So he would show me some more and he'd be like, yeah, this is just one of our demos. And then eventually he was like, all right, this isn't me. This is Tool. And I was like, Tool, what do you mean? He was like, yeah, they have you know, all these CDs and EPs and stuff like that. And I was like, whoa, I need to go home and download those. I, I just, this was like whenever YouTube was first starting, so I had no idea who these guys were. And then uh, System of a Down was pretty big around then, and he showed me a lot more System, and they became a huge influence of mine. And then some more heavy stuff, he was like, check out Mashuga. And Mashuga was just fucking brutal. You know, and but it was brutal in a way that you could still get melody out of it. You know, like Slayer, you might not have a lot of melody. Cannibal Corpse, you might not have a lot of melody to it. But Mashuga, like there was a lot of melodies to it. You know, three, four times signature, six, eight times signature, six, seven times signature, seven, eight times signature, fucking thirteen, sixty-seven times signature. You never know what you were gonna hear with them, and that was just mind blowing to me. And then another friend of mine, uh, we actually formed our first band, and this was whenever we were uh, in sixth grade as well. So you'll find a lot of my musical uh, stuff came around whenever I was 11 or 12, um, like whenever I started to get into music. I mean, I played guitar the whole time, 
but I really got into music whenever I was 11 or 12. And so I was in a band with my friend named Wes, right? His dad was a badass drummer. He was a badass drummer. He had a white pearl drum set. It was cool. I would go to his house after school almost every day. I'd bring my guitar and my amp. And we would just jam out in the garage until 11 o'clock at night. And then I'd go home and we'd wake up, go to school, do it all over again after school. It was pretty badass. Uh, Him and his dad, very big into metal, very big into music. Uh, His dad had a record collection that could fill up an entire room if stacked from the floor to the roof. I mean, just so many records. When would you have time to play all of these? You know what I mean? And his favorite band, hands down, was definitely Rush or Kiss. So we used to play a lot of Rush songs or try to play a lot of Rush songs. And we'd play a lot of Kiss. Uh, He was also into a lot of 80s metal. And so those were some of the ones that I got into. Uh, He showed me a lot of 80s metal stuff. Then from there, um, I kind of started just branching out on my own. And found people like uh, Black Label Society and Marilyn Manson. And I would even start appreciating some of the artists that I'd already heard before that I didn't appreciate originally. You know, like Clutch and CKY and The Misfits and Ozzy and stuff like that that I'd already been listening to but I didn't appreciate on a real level. It was just like, oh wow, I feel something whenever I play these. But I think after being in a band, I kind of learned a new appreciation for these artists and what they did and what they said. And I remember the very first CD that I ever bought. I went to Walmart back whenever they used to sell CDs. And I bought my first CD uh, whenever I was 11. It was Black Label Society, Shot to Hell. And that was the very first CD purchase that I ever made. And after that, uh, Zach Wilde was my favorite guitar player of all time. And that's just how that was going to go. And then, you know, from there, it was just a little bit of everything here and there. So those are kind of the roots that I grew up on. And these days, it's, it's pretty much the same all over the place with different influences, which is great. You should definitely be diverse in everything that you do and listen to. And, you know, these days it's a lot of Lamb of God and Nirvana, Ozzy, Marilyn Manson, Black Label Society, Trivium, System of a Down, The Sugar. Uh, And then here recently I actually just got into more doom metal. Um, So those... Those findings have been pretty fun. What I love about music in general is that there's a new release every day. There's hundreds of releases every day. You're never at a point in time where you can't find new music. You can always find new music. You can always link up with new people. And it's just... I'm I'm super grateful for it, you know. And... Oh, man. I just, I love music, you know, and I know a lot of you guys feel the same way, big, uh, big music people, hopefully if you're listening to this, you're into music, that's the whole point that I'm making it, (laughs) find some things that we've got in common, make some new friends, 
have some cool shirts that everybody can wear and represent themselves as dads and metalheads at the same time. And just start reaching out and having dads come together and metalheads come together and show people that we can be good dads and still like these just grueling heavy metal songs and violent songs and fuck the system songs and still be good people and good parents. And that's what I aspire to be as a good parent because I'm actually technically not a father yet. Um, My wife is actually due in about a month now. And I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am to show him the things that I've learned in my short life. You know, I'm, I'm 25, turning 26 pretty soon. And I've already learned so much and I can't wait to show him that. And then show him the new things that I get to experience as he grows up and I grow up at the same time. And we're just, we're so excited. We're beyond excited. And as I sit in his nursery and do this podcast and listen to my loud-ass dog outside, I just, I'm overwhelmed with happiness, you know. And I hope that everybody listening to this or everybody that listens to this down the line after they find out who we are and what we do, I hope that you guys can find some entertainment and find a friend and feel like you can relate to me and with the other people in this community and just support everybody. That's that's ultimately what I want, is everybody to be gathered and supporting everybody and just kicking ass, man. That's all I want. I just want everybody to kick ass and be good people and be good parents. So I look forward to making another podcast I look forward to making more videos. I look forward to gaining more followers and more of a following on here. I look forward to you guys to listen to this. And please, please hit me up. Let me know what your background is. Let me know if we have similar taste in music or if I should check out your band or if I should check out your friend's band or your uncle's band. I'm always down to check out new music. It doesn't matter what it is. I don't care if it's rap or if it's dubstep or grunge or punk rock or or butt rock, or cheese metal, or death metal, or I don't care. Give me the grooviest thing you can think of, you know. Just spread positivity, spread music, and spread just a good time, you know. Everybody is so down in the dumps these days, and we're at such an advantage with what we have at our fingertips. We have so much community online And I know it's different in person, but we have so much community online that you can reach out to and relate to people with. And there's not a reason that you can't have friends or talk to people anymore. So hit me up. Let's talk about it. Tag me on Instagram. I hope everybody's enjoyed this podcast. I know it wasn't much, but I just wanted to kind of let you know about myself and let you know about what this podcast is going to be and about the mission of the company and I hope that you guys can relate to it and always feel free to DM me always feel free to reach out always feel free to tag me in pictures always feel free just know that I'm here let me know if you need anything let me know if you need to talk let me know what music to check out 
let's just let's start bringing everybody together, you know. Until next time, this is Shanzi, Dad is Metal Podcast number one, signing off. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.